Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, it's Chelsea, and I'm here again with Allison today, and it is her birthday. Happy birthday, Allison. Thank you. It is my birthday today. <laughs> and you get to talk about the Bible oh, on your birthday. Awesome. What a great thing to do. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, so here in this passage, we have a couple like difficult things. We have some cultural context with Jesus and a woman that comes to him. And then we have Jesus feeding more people. <laughs> And the disciples argue, as usual. (laughs) So what stuck out to you today? Well, I man, we we can jump right in here. I thought, isn't it this mom is so bold. Here she is, a Gentile, coming to Jesus saying like, hey, my daughter needs you to intervene in her life. And at first, it kind of sounds like Jesus is ticked about it. Yeah, he's he's not happy about it. He compares her to a dog. (laughs) Right. And I think as we read it in our culture, like that's so offensive. Mm -hmm. Um, But in their culture, like... Girls, young girls, especially Gentiles, were nobody. They were right. a nobody. Right. Yeah. And so he's saying it in context, but man, she's tenacious. Yeah. She does not walk away. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. And reading these verses again, kind of like with 2021 eyes, you're like, well, how could Jesus be so mean? Yeah. But that's why it's so important to understand like the cultural and historical context. So, like, no one would have been like, oh my word, Jesus. <laughs> you could have held back a little bit. Like he's just, and he's not just being a jerk. He's just, he's testing her faith. He is. And boy, his his response to her is basically like, look, go home. Yeah. Go home because she is healed. Yeah. Her faith, this mom's faith. I just love it. I thought that was a great way to kick off today. Yeah. I love, I love these women that are just so, like you said, tenacious. It's like going after Jesus and what they believe he can do, especially like these moms are just like, heal my child because I know you can do it. Yeah. And, um, and not it. just not just like her faith was so big, not just for her daughter, but for herself. Because mm-hmm. what courage she must have had as a Gentile woman mm-hmm. to approach Jesus. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. She's, she's, when you think about like, kind of like sometimes heroes of the Bible, we miss out on these women. Mm-hmm. We miss out on these people. Like, wow. I yeah. love that about her. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, so Jesus does some more healings, uh, heals many people. And again, we talked about this a little bit before, well, maybe I guess it was yesterday we talked about it, but, um, that there's so many people that Jesus healed. We just have no idea what all the stories are. Like, yeah. can you imagine, like, I mean, I think, yeah, one of the gospels, it says that like, if, if we wrote down everything that Jesus did, it wouldn't be able to fill any books in the world. Like I, all these people and their stories of just being healed by Jesus, um, we'll just never know. Yeah, it was just part of who he was. He just yeah. lived and breathed it. And um, wow, so inspiring. Obviously, this one, it's like he heals a guy with like spit and plugs his ears. Right. It's, <laughs> it's like, like, what's happening? <laughs> by the way, I'm going to walk up and put my fingers in your ears. And like nowadays, be like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. And I wonder, like, I'm, I was like reading that and I was like, why is he doing that? But also... It's just Jesus being even more miraculous. It's kind of like this crazy thing you couldn't even like dream up. It wasn't like he just laid his hand on him. He like just did something so completely out there and still healed him. Yep. Just demonstrating the power of God over and over again. Yeah, that's so great. He's obviously from God and and divine. Um, And then we also have uh, people being fed again. But I want to talk about the Pharisees demanding a miraculous sign. Yes. Um, Do you have any thoughts about that? I think it's interesting that – 
one of the first things I was thinking about as you were reading it was like, wow, the devil even did that mm. to Jesus was like, prove to us who you are. Show us your, show us how great you are. And in both scenarios, he was like, I don't need to do that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Right. I'm not doing that. I'm not here for you. I'm not here to prove myself to you. I'm here to bring the good news. I'm here to heal people. I'm here to restore. I'm here. Right. All those things, not, not to show you how great yeah. I am. It yeah. is about me. I was thinking about when we were reading that, I was kind of thinking the sign that they want is not, they're not asking for someone to be healed. They're not asking for anyone's no. life to be improved. They want like a sign of just like, I was thinking about Moses and yeah. kind of like throwing a staff down and making it a snake or like, um, yeah, making the water turn to blood, that kind of stuff. They just want this sign. But Jesus is like, that's not why I, I'm not here to like answer your tests. I'm here to no. serve people. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't, I love that. He's just like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. No. And yet, and yet when it came to the woman earlier, he did it because yeah. it was about bringing restoration to someone, right. to a human being. And that's what he's there for. But with yeah. these guys, he's like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. So I also want to talk about, we had some, a good discussion before we started recording about this warning that Jesus gives the disciples. Um, so he's telling them to beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Yeah. Um, what does that mean to you? Well, um, I, well, we were talking about, and it's true. I think yeast is an element, an ingredient that mm -hmm. makes bread. And of course, this whole little chapter, this part was talking about feeding people again. Yeah. And, and he was saying like, don't you get it? Like, it's not about feeding people physically. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did that. But this is about feeding people spiritually. And these Pharisees and Sadducees, like what they're feeding you isn't truth. What right. you're feeding you isn't good. This is actually this yeast that they're giving you. This multiplier is a false, yeah, false truth, and false these, things to cling to. Yeah, and these are supposed to be the people that are like shepherding the Jews. Yes. Like when you think about the the role of the Pharisees and Sadducees and the religious teachers of the law, they're supposed to be leading their people in spiritual worship and right. um, bringing them closer to God. And they're not. And they're not. They're just adding rules. And they are their hearts. We see over and over again that Jesus sees their heart, what's actually happening, and their hearts are too hard to even think about loving people. It's all about power, honestly. Yeah. yeah it's about yeah. following the rules. It isn't about like, what's the condition of your heart? How are you treating other people? What's coming out of your mouth? Like how, yeah, all of that. Are you, yeah. are you even investing in someone else's life that they're, they're more concerned about hand washing and yeah, all of these false things that yeah. don't even matter. I think it's a good, um, kind of a good warning for us today too. When he talks about the, the disciples finally understand that this is about the deceptive teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Um, like just being aware of what the Bible actually says, like what we're actually asked to do by Jesus, what Jesus's words are so that we're not led astray by all the extra things that people might try to put on yes. Christianity. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be deceived. We want to know what the actual truth is. And the truth is everything that Jesus is saying here in his word. That's so good. Yeah. I love that. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today for God's Soul Story, and we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Mark 7, beginning in verse 24. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre. He didn't want anyone to know which house he was staying in, but he couldn't keep it a secret. Right away, a woman who had heard about him came and fell at his feet. Her little girl was possessed by an evil spirit, and she begged him to cast out the demon from her daughter. Since she was a Gentile, born in Syrian Phoenicia, Jesus told her, First, I should feed the children, my own family, the Jews. It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. 
She replied, that's true, Lord, but even the dogs under the table are allowed to eat the scraps from the children's plates. Good answer, he said. Now go home, for the demon has left your daughter. And when she arrived home, she found her little girl lying quietly in bed, and the demon was gone. Matthew fifteen twenty one. Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him pleading, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to go away, they said. She's bothering us with all her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel. But she came and worshipped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. Jesus responded, It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs. She replied, That's true, Lord. But even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, Your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. Mark seven thirty one. Jesus left Tyre and went up to Sidon before going back to the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Ten Towns. A deaf man with a speech impediment was brought to him, and the people begged Jesus to lay his hands on the man to heal him. Jesus led him away from the crowd so they could be alone. He put his fingers into the man's ears, then spitting on his own fingers, he touched the man's tongue. Looking up to heaven, he sighed and said, Ephtatha, which means be opened. Instantly, the man could hear perfectly, and his tongue was freed so he could speak plainly. Jesus told the crowd not to tell anyone, but the more he told them not to, the more they spread the news. They were completely amazed and said again and again, everything he does is wonderful. He even makes the deaf to hear and gives speech to those who cannot speak. Matthew fifteen twenty nine. Jesus returned to the Sea of Galilee and climbed a hill and sat down. A vast crowd brought to him people who were lame, blind, crippled, and those who couldn't speak, and many others. They laid them before Jesus, and he healed them all. The crowd was amazed. Those who hadn't been able to speak were talking. The crippled were made well, the lame were walking, and the blind could see again. And they praised the God of Israel. Mark 8, 1. About this time, another large crowd had gathered, and the people ran out of food again. Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days, and they have nothing left to eat. If I send them home hungry, they will faint along the way, for some of them have come a long distance. His disciples replied, How are we supposed to find enough food to feed them out here in the wilderness? Jesus asked, How much bread do you have? Seven loaves, they replied. So Jesus told all the people to sit on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves, thanked God for them, and broke them into pieces. He gave them to his disciples who distributed the bread to the crowd. A few small fish were found too, so Jesus blessed these and told the disciples to distribute them. They ate as much as they wanted. Afterward, the disciples picked up the seven large baskets of leftover food. There were about 4,000 men in the crowd that day, and Jesus sent home, them home after they had eaten. Immediately after this, he got into a boat with his disciples and crossed over to the region of Dalmanutha. Matthew fifteen thirty-two. Then Jesus called his disciples and told them, I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days, and they have nothing left to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry, or they'll faint along the way. The disciples replied, Where will we get enough food here in the wilderness for such a large crowd? Jesus asked, How much bread do you have? They replied, Seven loaves and a few small fish. So Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, thanked God for them, and broke them into pieces. He gave them to the disciples who distributed the food to the crowd. They all ate as much as they wanted. Afterward, the disciples picked up seven large baskets of leftover food. There were 4,000 men who were fed that day, in addition to all the women and children. Then Jesus sent the people home, and he got into a boat and crossed over to the region of Magadan. Matthew 16, 1. 
One day the Pharisees and Sadducees came to test Jesus, demanding that he show them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority. He replied, you know the saying, red sky at night means fair weather tomorrow. Red sky in the morning means foul weather all day. You know how to interpret the weather signs in the sky, but you don't know how to interpret the signs of the times. Only an evil, adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign, but the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. Then Jesus left them and went away. Mark eight eleven. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had arrived, they came and started to argue with him. Testing him, they demanded that he show them a miraculous sign from heaven to prove his authority. When he heard this, he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, Why do these people keep demanding a miraculous sign? I tell you the truth, I will not give this generation any such sign. So he got into the boat and left them, and he crossed to the other side of the lake. Mark eight fourteen. But the disciples had forgotten to bring any food. They had only one loaf of bread with them in the boat. As they were crossing the lake, Jesus warned them, Watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. At this they began to argue with each other, because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying, so he said, Why are you arguing about having no bread? Don't you know or understand even yet? Are your hearts too hard to take it in? You have eyes, can't you see? You have ears, can't you hear? Don't you remember anything at all? When I fed the 5,000 with five loaves of bread, how many baskets of leftovers did you pick up afterward? Twelve, they said. And when I fed the 4,000 with seven loaves, how many large baskets of leftovers did you bring? Pick up. Seven, they said. Don't you understand yet? He asked them. Matthew 16, 5. Later, after they crossed to the other side of the lake, the disciples discovered they had forgotten to bring any bread. Watch out, Jesus warned them. Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. At this, they began to argue with each other, because they hadn't brought any bread. Jesus knew what they were saying, so he said, You have so little faith. Why are you arguing with each other about having no bread? Don't you understand even yet? Don't you remember the 5,000 I fed with five loaves and the baskets of leftovers you picked up? Or the 4,000 I fed with seven loaves and the large baskets of leftovers you picked up? Why can't you understand that I'm not talking about bread? So again, I say, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then at last they understood that he wasn't speaking about yeast and bread, but about the deceptive teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, it means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, if you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, we would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, you can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.